Matt Fletcher didn't go looking for trouble. Most times, it just found him. His life was changing around him, slipping away like the sand of the Carolina coastline, and there wasn't a damn thing he or God or the Army Corps of Engineers could do about it. But a day working on the water gave him something to hold on to. Sweat and salt cured everything in time. The smell of fish and fuel, mud and marsh grass thickened the air as he turned the Sea Lady 2 toward home. The September heat pressed down, flattening the inlet like glass. The twin engines chugged, water churned, attracting a flock of greedy gulls that cried and hovered in his wake. He navigated the 53-foot lady, past bobbing boats and narrow slips, heading for the wharf and weathered shack that served as office for his tiny charter fleet. With Joshua back in school and unable to crew, Matt had been forced to leave the original sea lady in dock and bring his father, Tom, along as mate. It hurt leaving a boat behind, losing business this late in the season. But his passengers, doctors from Raleigh, wanted the kind of amenities the Lady too could provide. They hadn't balked at the full-day offshore rate, and they'd pay to have their catch clean, too. Three big yellowfin, two dozen Dorado, a cooler full of steely-faced wahoo. A good day all around. Satisfied, Matt revved the diesels, swinging the Lady too around in a tight arc, Fishermen learned to accept what the sea gave and the sea took away. A captain pitted his boat and equipment, his experience and skill, against the whims of the ocean, the season, the weather. Sometimes you did everything you could do and still came home empty-handed. Which was why Matt was grateful for good days, like today. He backed into the slip, Fezzik, his rough-coated shepherd lab mix, lurched from the shadow of the cabin and barked. A pelican launched from the wharf, settling expectantly in the water. Matt's father secured the lines. At 6'2 and 64, Tom Fletcher resembled one of the pilings that lined the wharf, gray, tall, and spare. He wore a United States Marine Corps baseball cap, the red bill faded with sun and age. I was a Navy Corpsman, one of the doctors offered as he jumped onto the dock. Nothing against the Navy. Tom grinned as he handed up the man's backpack, jacket, cooler. The Marines need bus drivers. A brief pause before the offended doctor decided to laugh. Matt rubbed his jaw, feeling the scrape of a day's stubble, hiding his own smile. It was customary to tip the mate on a charter fishing boat, but twenty-five years as a career sergeant major hadn't taught the old man the value of keeping his mouth shut. Dad wouldn't get a tip from that ex-Navy man. Along the waterfront, gawkers had gathered to compare the day's take from the different boats, couples strolling hand in hand, excited family groups with sunburns and ice cream. Tourists. Matt didn't mind them, Okay, they crowded the roads and the stores until it seemed a man couldn't talk with his neighbors until after Labor Day, but the tourist tide in summer kept the island economy afloat the rest of the year. He scanned the small crowd, trying to pick the potential customers from the merely curious. His gaze snagged, caught. 
A young woman stood at the end of his dock, her long blonde hair bundled into some kind of ponytail, a V of pink skin at her throat, a flutter of skirt at her knee. Nice legs. Too young. And as tall, cool, and appealing as an ice-cold long neck. For a moment, his mouth went dry. Matt shook his head, amused by his reaction. He wasn't about to break his long dry spell with a pretty young thing dressed like a model in a J. Crew catalog. No harm in looking, though. He studied her from the bridge. She wasn't a native, he'd have recognized her, or the average tourist on vacation. She looked more put together somehow, like a real estate agent or his ex-wife's lawyer or somebody attached to one of the doctors. A daughter, maybe, or a trophy wife.